Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everyone. Today is Tuesday, October the 6th. I'm George Dunster in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm Jeff Zayas in Napa, California, where it hasn't rained in two years. And I'm Robert Taylor in New Orleans, Louisiana, where hey. it rains every day. Hey, everybody. I'm Duke Carrico on tonight's Android Journal. Want a Chromecast? Hey, don't bother with Amazon. Hey, Stage Fright is back along with T-Mobile customer data leaks. And who gets marshmallow on their moto phones? We'll discuss this, our apps, and much, much more. Welcome, guys, to episode 107. How are we doing this evening? Doing great, man. Very good. All it's right. It's beautiful here. So, uh, you know, South Carolina's been underwater all week. George, you seen any rain in Jacksonville? Uh, a little bit. It, it sprinkled the other day for a minute or two. So um, while I was looking at vinyl at the flea market, uh, I got a little sprinkle on my forehead, and it stopped. Okay. And Robert, what about uh, New Orleans way? Actually, it's been very dry, surprisingly dry. Um, October tends to have a little bit of water for us, um, but not so far, not this month yet so um i don't know if they were kind of all saving it up and sending it all to south carolina and everybody else just you know gets pretty weather i feel bad for those folks in south carolina that is really a bad mess big mess yeah you know what's weird is that they got more rain in one day than the average rainfall here in napa for a whole year it's like amazing yeah, I'll tell you what, here in uh, here in northeast Tennessee, it has, uh, of course, the last two days have been beautiful, but I mean, we, we got rain like five days in a row, and yeah, uh, creeks and rivers and streams all got up, some of them overflowed, but listen, nothing compared to the state of South Carolina, you know? Yeah. Sad. Hey, guys, let's talk about what's happened in the world of Android the last seven days. One of the, one of the items that really caught my attention is Amazon. Amazon has basically notified all of their uh, third party sellers, basically telling them that they will no longer be permitted to sell the second and fourth best selling streaming boxes from an Amazon store. This is Chromecast and Apple TV that I'm talking about, and you know. Google recently released 2.0 version of Chromecast, the most popular streaming device there is out there, mainly because of price. Uh, Apple TV's just been reworked, you know, going to feature a lot of games, and, you know, these things probably compete head-to-head with Amazon's streaming 
hardware. So, uh, Robert, jump in here. Give me your thoughts on this. Is this a mistake for Amazon? Well, I don't know if I would say it's a mistake. It, it's an interesting maneuver, but, you know, let's face it. They, they, as you said, are in direct competition with Apple TV and with Google Chromecast with their Amazon Fire Stick and Fire TV Box. Um, it really, on the surface, kind of makes sense. You know, you, you're not going to promote your competitors' products in your store. Now, the excuse that they use, and I, and I use the term excuse specifically, sounds kind of lame because what Amazon said was, is, well, we're doing this to prevent confusion for our customers. Well, people are not really confused. If they want Amazon video, they will get Amazon video. Um, if they want Apple TV, they're going to buy Apple TV. You know, kicking their, their products out of your store, you know, I, I don't think they're worried about the loss of the money. I, I, I don't think that's their concern because they think they're looking at the bigger picture of sales for their devices as being a bigger part of the pie than the, the small portion of sales they get from the sale of the hardware. Um, you know, does it make sense? It, it does sort of make sense. You know, McDonald's doesn't sell Burger King Whoppers, okay, for a reason. And so, you know, I do kind of get why Amazon is doing this, but still, they're kicking out a pretty good segment, you know, isolating people away, saying, nope, we don't want that business here. And even more interesting is whether you can get Amazon's video on those devices. You can't do that with the Chromecast. It, it's it's a bit of a challenge. You can do casting, but you don't have a native app that can play Amazon video on the Chromecast. Yeah, uh, and I agree with a lot of what you said. You know, if when I go to uh, Google's Play Store uh, to purchase a Chromecast, I don't have, I'm not picking between a Chromecast and a, uh, a Fire Stick Okay, it's a Chromecast. Uh, the same way with Apple. You know, Apple used to carry a lot of Bose products till they bought Beats, and they kicked Bose to the curb. And now, if you want something of that genre, it's Beats or go somewhere else. Exactly. You but, know, they're not going to sell the the competing product when they have the product, their own product on that platform or on that you know environment. But, but Jeff, Jeff, let me ask you, uh, is it the same? Because, you know, normally if I'm going to buy something, Amazon's the pr first place that I go to look for it, okay? Yeah, a Amazon, you know, I, you know, I, I kind of agree with both of you, and then I disagree with it at the same time because, you know, here Amazon is, is in the, the business of selling product, just not Fire Stick, right? They want you to go to their website and then look at all the other things that you want to possibly get and recommend underneath the Chromecast, right? Other other people have bought this, and you know, so and, and they do make a piece of something off everything. So um, I I don't know. I mean, it makes sense in some strange way that they don't want to do it, but they are kind of like a supermarket of sorts, you know. Everything's on the shelf. There's all these different you know types of groceries. Uh, you know, cereal boxes, all these different vendors, and they make 
uh, you know, a portion of that, and they want to drive business to their, uh, you know, store by offering deals for like one product over, and then everyone comes in and buys other things, right? Um, so, yeah, I I think it's just short-sighted, actually. You know, it's not the long view. I, I think you know, and I can understand why they did it, but I think it's short-sighted. You know, I think that. I, 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 and I'm going to disagree with you here, Jeff, because the amount of money that they're going to make off the sale of an Apple TV is minuscule as compared to the sales of video rentals or purchases over the long term. You sell an Apple product, they're going to go to iTunes to buy the, their video stuff. You sell a Fire Stick, you've got them in the Amazon store buying. Okay, so it, you're comparing shorts. You're saying they're short-sighted because they're a grocery store. But the truth of the matter is, they're more than a grocery store. They're not only going to sell you that product the first time. Long term, what are you going to come back for over and over again? It's the rentals. So I think that Amazon is actually not being short-sighted. They're actually very much playing the long game here, saying we don't care about giving up that little bit of money for the sale of the hardware because we want people to buy and come back to our store long term. And so yeah, to do that, they need to not be going to iTunes and not to Google Play and but, they get people to do that through the Amazon store. Yeah, but, but, but you know, yeah. and I, I see that, yeah. you know, but, you know, you can get like smart TVs come with preloaded Amazon, you know, uh, TV or Amazon Prime or whatever. So, um, you know, the more – it's kind of like the – I look at it the Netflix model. The more devices that I can have my app on, the more money I'm going to make, right? right. And, and I think that's where they should be headed to. And the more that they sell of Chromecast, they help promote it and they get their app out there and, you know, all that stuff. They should put their app on the Chromecast. They sh- I mean, because they should – have that Netflix model. I think I, I think computer. that uh, right. if, right. if, if I think if you look, uh, you know, Amazon's probably not making a lot of money on their own hardware. In yeah, fact, it's a loss leader, right? yeah, yeah, and to to do that, but I, I think the short sightedness is not in losing the sale. I think the short sightedness is is that Amazon is starting. Uh, they're picking a fight with Apple and Google. And you're never going to see uh, Prime apps on Apple or Google products now because of how Amazon is is doing right now. I think right. that's the I'm short side of it. Yeah, and that's why it, that's why it's you know, they should have that Netflix model, right? Be I want this out to everything. I want it on mobile devices. I want it on all the smart TVs. That's how they grew. So that's how they so, so big. So George, they've kind of picked a fight here with uh, with Apple and with Google, but they chose to ignore Roku, the most popular selling streaming boxes out there on the market. Okay, uh, what's uh, what? What do you think about that? That they've given Roku the pass. Well, the, the Roku. I think one of the reasons why Roku is they do offer Roku does offer its own content, which most people don't use anyways, or at least I don't. So Roku does offer its own movies and TV shows through its own app as well. 
Um, but I don't think they see it as much of competition. Google has uh, a giant uh, content streaming system, um, so I think Google just... I, I, I'm not even sure where where I would be going with that, but I don't I, I, I don't see that Roku as, as as a major issue compared to Google for some odd reason to, to Amazon. Um, I, I know Roku, like I say, does offer its own, but I I, I can't think of anyone that I know of have ever used it. So where they would use Google's or you know. But see, I think what Apple. what Jeff's point about. You know, don't you want to be on every platform you possibly can? Roku is definitely not a competitor to the Amazon store. And Amazon certainly says, yes, I want to be on smart TVs. I want to be on the Roku. I want to be on places that will let me, you know, deliver my content. Whereas they can't get on Apple iTunes. There's no way it's going to, they're going to pay the 30% that Apple requires for uh, stuff sold on their platform, and Google the same way. Google wants to promote Google Play. They're not going to promote Amazon inside of Android. I mean, look at what we have to go through to install the Amazon App Store on an Android tablet right now. It's it's a joke. Well, actually, Amazon inside Android works, um, but Amazon, I mean, it does. You can get both of the apps, and it works fine. But you have to jump through hoops to make it happen. It's not simply not, not really, not anymore. Like not anymore. It's actually become easier. Back in the day, you had to because it was like in a beta thing. You had to install the two apps. Now it's just like the one app, and it does work. But um, the Chromecast, I think, is where the, the evil lies because with, with Chromecast and also with the, the media player, the uh, the uh, Google media player, which I, I probably three Google TV. Want. But um, uh, with the Chromecast itself, uh, th- that doesn't – that yes. It's apps for everything else in the world on there, Plex, whatever, and they've added. There's got to be at least 100, maybe 120 apps in there that, that work with Chromecast, but there's still no Amazon at all. Right. So I'm not sure if Google said no, I don't think so, or Amazon just didn't want to push one. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I, I can't see why. It seems to be somewhat I, open in the app. I, I don't think Google's shutting them down. I think it's up to Amazon to provide an app for Chromecast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I would. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's on the Amazon side where it's being stopped. But you figure they'd want their content no matter what, because I mean, I'm sure there's a, a business, you know, a ton of Chromecast and even newer Chromecast users that they could hit an audience on. I mean, there's people that are just not going to buy a Fire Stick just because they sell. But you know, but here's here's the thing, um, and this I'm just going to dovetail. What? Why do you think people still use Netflix or or or? Um, is it because they're beginning to go into original content delivery, you know, like House of Cards, Orange is the New Black, and now Amazon is coming out with their original content, Transparent, and all these other, you know, they're promoting the Emmys that are coming through their own original content. Well, so, The funny thing, Jeff, is Amazon, I think, had it before the rest of them. Amazon no, actually I, had original content years ago. I was watching no, some but, things, you know, it, but it's hidden, hit, it has hit the mainstream, though, you know? Oh, yeah, well, I, I think Amazon Amazon now is pushing itself further out there. It's trying to push its its content out there. I mean, uh, about a year ago, I ran into a couple in the store, and they were uh, buying some things, and, and I sort of knew them. And, and uh, I said, oh, I could probably get this cheaper on Prime, a product we were both looking at. And uh, 
And they say, oh, we use Prime. I said, well, do you use the video content? And they had no clue there was video. They had no clue. I said, do you have a Roku? Yeah. Why don't you install the Amazon app and install that? Well, we like Netflix, you know, that type of thing. So Amazon is, you figure Amazon would just want to somehow kibosh Netflix somehow, but, but it's, that seems to be more of a competition. I don't see Google, uh, the Google streaming uh, anything really as, as a, it's probably equal to Amazon um, as far as just content. Um, I mean, it's probably got more, but you're not paying for a monthly fee. You're paying per watch. So you're paying like 2 or $3 to rent a video where with Amazon or Netflix, it's it's part of the service unless it's not part of the service. <laughs> so... Let's uh, let, uh real, real quick. Let's uh, let's do a little poll here. Uh, who on the panel owns a Roku? That would be. That's all but oh. Jeff. All of us but Jeff owns a Roku. Who owns an Amazon Fire TV product? Robert and okay, everybody but me. Who owns a Chromecast device? Okay, everybody but Robert. So we we are all owning these devices. Now, I'm, I might want to mention that Roku does, George, have an excellent Android app. Okay? I mean, uh, the, if, the, if you've got Amazon Prime Video, that is my choice to watch Amazon uh, video content. Okay? A- an excellent, excellent app. But, you know, we, we're talking about... Well, there's no app for Android on Chromecast, but when you can mirror as well as Chromecast mirrors, it's not really that critical, is it, guys? I mean, are we really missing that piece of the puzzle when the mirroring works that so good? I mean, you pull up the video and and launch that video, it feels any TV that I cast it to. Mm-hmm. The only problem is it doesn't take it over. Um where you, you have to leave that one casting device up, where in Chromecast, normally, like say you launch the YouTube app and you launch something in YouTube, Chromecast takes over. It's no longer dependent on, on the Android device to do that. But if you're actually mirroring it, you're still dependent on that device. So say you put it off an Android device and say it's got like maybe 25 minutes of battery left and you have a two-hour film. It's not going to cut it unless you're rushing to go plug it in or something right okay hey guys along those same lines uh showtime announced this week that now you can get their service without a cable subscription and uh for the low low price of uh i believe it was a nine dollars a month 11 i think was it 11 i think so yes you're right you're right it was 11 dollars and uh Hey George, are you gonna pay eleven dollars a month for the privilege of uh, watching Showtime with its original programming? Not at all. <laughs> I haven't watched Showtime probably in about ten years, maybe more. Hey Jeff, really quick, name me a Showtime original programming show. Uh, Ray Donovan, which I actually watch and like. Okay, Robert, so. you watch any Showtime original content? Uh, I do not, but. I think it's more important to acknowledge the big shift in 2015 of 
content producers like Showtime, HBO, ESPN, you know, Sling TV, who are coming out saying the cable companies are not going to have a stronghold. They're not going to stop us from delivering our content to consumers. If you happen to like that particular producer's content, people will pay for it. They don't want to have to be saddled to a cable subscription to be able to get it. And they will pay that $9, $11, or $15 a month for that content. And they will do it gladly because they're not paying the $65, $75, $100 a month for the cable subscription. And that is the, that is the big thing here. It's not just HBO who jumped out on a limb and say, hey, you can pay us 15 bucks a month and get our services. Now there are many, 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 many other providers who are stepping outside of the cable stronghold and delivering content to consumers. You can yeah. get CBS All Access for $6 a month. By the way, CBS has a 24-hour news channel right now that's free. Okay, mm-hmm. you can get it on the Internet. I'm, I'm watching it on the Roku it's a live streaming service. It's uh, it's not bad. I wouldn't call it great, but uh, it's not bad. Okay, uh, but but getting back, you know, you pay eight dollars a month for Netflix. You pay eight dollars a month for Hulu. Fifteen dollars for Showtime or for HBO, and Jeff, it's nine dollars for Showtime. Not not eleven, but nine. I thought that for that's for Hulu, right? Uh, I've wrote down here, I, I was looking them up yesterday, Showtime, $9, CBS All Access is $6. You're basically looking for all of those services, you're looking right at $50 with tax. Add on your cable subscription, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, are, I, is this a la carte? Are we really saving money here? Well, I think you are if you're if, if you look at it in terms of, say, for say I I'm hooked on Game of Thrones, okay. Well, I might wait until Game of Thrones is over, that season's over, binge watch it for nine bucks, cancel my subscription, you know, um, and or do it with because people are gonna. I, I don't think people are watching Showtime or HBO for their movie content. I think they're watching it for their fan based loyalty to Game of Thrones or Ray Donovan or Homeland or whatever their original content is. But I could see a lot of people jumping on and jumping off, adding it for a month or maybe two, catching up and then dropping it. Then yep. waiting for the new season to start again, you know, add it, drop it, you know, because that would make it, you know, probably more effective for an individual that it, where it won't be so pricey having it Never watching it, never, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. By the way, Ray Donovan's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. But it has to, be, but not the race, the the let. Not, not the most shows. recent, up to season two, and yeah. And you're buying the episodes right now, but if you watch every once in a while, they'll drop them back in. Yeah, um, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. I, I just happen to have Showtime for free because of my cable service for a year, so it yeah. just they tossed it in there. I'm but, just saying um, for people who cut cable and maybe just don't want to pay a full subscription fee, yeah. maybe doesn't don't mind if they watch an older season or something. They probably can even get it on Netflix for all I and all and everything that's what uh, past three years old or something like that is on um, HBO is on Amazon Prime as well. Like yeah, all the Sopranos, Wired, you know, all those great shows. So. And Bosch, by the way, which isn't isn't 
an HBO show, but it's a great original um, Amazon Prime. Gotcha. All right, <clears throat> let's let's do another quick poll here. Uh, out of all of these services that we're talking about, who is getting them without cable? Uh, what, what's your what's your top three? Uh, George, go. What's your top three services that where we've been talking? All right, my top three. Um, actually, I've never had um, Netflix at all, so um, I, I have had Amazon Prime for a couple of years now. Um, I have used uh, Crackle, but through the Plex app, which destroys all the commercials, so I can watch stuff off of that. And then, of course, whatever I have on my own media server through Plex. So those would probably be my top three choices. I have zero cable. I haven't had cable in years. Okay, and I, I've I've seen your uh, I've seen your movie server, and it is quite large. Jeff, what's your top three services, man, well, that you, that you're using? Well, my top three that are uh, non-cable provided. Um, I actually have Netflix. I don't really watch it because there's nothing I'm, I'm watching right now. But I, I am paying for the service. Um, I actually use Cody uh, a lot for s- some things, and um, that's it. Robert, I haven't used Amazon Prime, and I have it. You know. Okay. Well, here's the funny part. You say, which of these services do I use? And the one that I use the most is not on here. You know what that is? OTA. Oh. OTA Antenna. Most of the shows that my wife and I watch come on CBS, ABC, NBC. So we have a DVR system set up. I record our shows. It strips out the commercials, saves them on my NAS. And so we can go back at any time and catch up on Survivor or Big Bang or any of the other dozen shows that my wife enjoys come on the primary free over the air. Second and third to that has to be Netflix and Amazon Prime because my son is a big uh, classic movie fan and he loves watching the classic horror monster movies on both uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime. But our number one... TV service is our over-the-air DVR shows. Yeah. Very good. Uh, believe me, I live at the foot of a mountain, and if I stick an antenna out, out the window, I get nothing but snow. Okay? Yeah. Uh, actually, with digital, all I get is a black screen because you don't get the snow. But uh, uh, I, I'm going to have to say that Netflix is my number one. Uh, Amazon is second. And... Uh, Probably third might be some stuff that might not be legal. Mm-hmm. I thought you would say Twit, to be honest with you, because you fall asleep with Twitter. I, well, you know, I do. <laughs> listen, I, I do like the Twit Network, and I watch a lot of that or listen to it. I don't have to necessarily look at it to enjoy it. Uh, I, I do like the Twit Network. I, I'm into technology and... and uh, uh, it does a decent job. Well, let's put it this way: it maybe not all podcasts I think are number one, but yeah. overall, it's it's the the best network to get technology news. Yeah, I'm just hoping again for you know some miracle aerial thing have to happen where you can you know rent internet TV type. Sling, Sling TV is the closest we have yeah. to that now. Yeah, yeah, and I gotta tell you. It is up and coming really strong. Their biggest holdback right now is 
single device, single account. That's that that is a big problem. If they would allow multiple devices in the same household to access it. So in other words, if my son's watching one show on Sling TV, I can be watching another on a different TV. That would be they would be even further ahead of the game, like Netflix and Amazon Prime do. But that is going to be the next service for doing what you're looking for, Jeff. Sling TV. You know, uh, right now, if I want to watch it live, uh, I normally pull it up on my computer uh, and cast it to a TV with a Chromecast, just using the mirror feature. Uh, it's how I'm watching uh, college football, pro football, NASCAR racing, and news. Okay. Uh, if, if I want to watch, uh, like say the Roku does a real good job. It has several apps, you know, uh, uh, where they're available next day after they air. And, uh, that's kind of how I, I do my catch up. Uh, you were talking about nothing on Netflix, George, right now. I've been, uh, I've been binge watching NCIS 12 seasons worth and, uh, <laughs> Uh, I really wish, too, but not through NCIS. <laughs> Bruce, uh, Bruce is a big fan of that show, and uh, have you watched Sense Eight yet? Uh, I have. What a great series! I'm really looking forward to the second season of that. Really yeah. into that show, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I you know, listen, I, I've got Amazon Prime. Not necessarily for the video collection, but because it's Amazon Prime with two-day shipping, okay? But but what I found is, and and Amazon's doing a a little bit better job in the last year, year and a half with their original programming. But uh, usually, if it's on Amazon Prime, it's been on Netflix for a while. Yeah, and just one last thing with Amazon Prime. I I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but their two-day shipping has gotten so much better, you know, because they actually contracted with, um, you know, the UPS. And now, I mean, like the United States Postal Service, and I'm actually getting packages delivered on Sunday through the the, Postal Service. And it's kind of, you know, they seem to be ironing out those wrinkles a little bit more. So I'm a big Amazon fan. Okay, so uh, we've we've talked for thirty minutes here on uh, on these streaming services. I'm going to move on, but I think just to surmise it, we we do kind of feel that Amazon long term might be making a mistake here. Is that what I kind of heard from the panel? I I actually think so because I'm going to say I don't know how much money they make, how much Play Services makes from people renting t- movies and TV off Google Play Services and how much they make off Amazon Play or Amazon services for to rental. Um, I don't do those, so uh, I think they're making a mistake. Robert? And I disagree. Okay. I think they're looking at it very much long term. They're making much more money off of the rentals and the purchases than the hardware sales. <laughs> George? They're playing a long game here. George? I'm going to shoot myself, but I agree with Jeff. Um, (laughs) Hmm. um, I I think it's a big-ass mistake to to not let those in. Matter of fact, just because I know we had mentioned this, that they weren't doing it, but the first place I went to look for the new Chromecast was Amazon, not just a Google store. And uh, and just because every once in a while, you know, they – 
it's a little bit different price and knock it down or I, I don't have to wait a freaking week for it or whatever, you know, and, and now it's, and I, I wanted to check out the audio, the Chromecast audio. And, and then I was just like, yeah, I'll go order one. And I'm like, yeah, Amazon's ain't got it. And then, then I sat there and said, oh, I'll go order it through Google. I'm like, ah, forget it. <laughs> I mean, it just became like that whole thing. I just, Hey, like I say, Walmart sells that stuff for about $5 cheaper than anybody else. So just kind of keep that in mind when it does show up and play the Walmart card. That's what I do. Walk into Best Buy. Hey, did you know Walmart's got this Chromecast for twenty seven dollars? That's true. Best that's, Friday, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what I did a few weeks ago when I bought my last one. No joke. Yep. Yeah. All right, hey guys, let's move on. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some security things that have popped up in the last few days. With uh, first of all, we all remember Stage Fright. And Google quickly plugged that hole. Now we've got Stage Fright 2.0, still the still the same results. Basically, if you own an Android device, and the best that I can tell, what I've been reading out here, it's any Android device, including a Fire Stick. By the way, you people <laughs> might might be watching illegal content that might be MP3 or MP4 <laughs> related, um, only because. Uh, they, they, they sneak that stuff in there, and that's one of the other reasons why I try not to go that choice. Um, and, uh, and stage fright's pretty damn nasty, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, like when you say any device, you know, you're talking like you got a bazillion different uh, variants of micro PCs that people use that are Android-based. Um, there's a new one coming out that I had ordered, and... Um, then, of course, the Fire Stick, which is Android. I don't care, you know, so you can say it's Fire OS, but it's really Android. So, and that will affect that device as well. But it's, it's, it's only on downloaded, I mean, it's not off streaming devices. Streaming is downloaded. It caches. It's an MP4 that's downloading on your system and caching on your system. So, yes, it will be affected by that. Yeah, email. If you send a, uh, you can send a video file and email, and it's still the same result as downloading it from somewhere else. Uh, I'd be very cautious about that. Yeah, I think uh, you know we we were talking uh, before we went on air, not necessarily about this, but you know I was telling you guys that uh, I've unrooted my Nexus Five just because. Google has started pushing a lot of these security updates to the Nexus on a fairly frequent basis. Uh, is uh, n- now that we've got you know billions of Android devices all over the world, is this going to be a common thing? Do you think, Robert? Well, you know, you, you talk about the number of updates. Yeah, I think it is going to be a common thing. The problem is, is that we still come back to the OEMs for the non-Nexus devices, you know, there were four in the last year for Android, uh, Nexus Android devices, and that's why a lot of people unrooted, went back to, you know, standard so they could get the -the over-the-air updates. If you're rooted, you tend to have problems. But we still have to go back to all the manufacturers to to plug all of these leaks. And so the vulnerabilities are still going to exist for billions upon billions of devices uh, out there because the manufacturers are kind of dragging their feet, even though Google is, you know, producing the fixes relatively quickly, uh, 
stage fright, I think, was patched within three days, four days when it was first uh, announced. Um, but, you know, I waited for months for my Motorola Droid Max to get an update from Verizon to address it. So, you know, even though, you know, we can say for the Google line of products, it's great that they're coming out with these updates. The manufacturers and OEMs are still an issue when it comes to producing updates that plug these security holes. And they go a long way. Some cases, even devices that are still being used, but have long since stopped getting updates. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show, too. Yep, yep, we are, and uh, I'll tell you what's the truth because we are. Let, let's move on really quick. Let's talk about the uh, the the T-Mobile uh, breach. Basically, guys, you got Experian. It's the world's biggest consumer credit monitoring firm, and uh, they basically admitted this week that they had a massive data breach that exposed sensitive personal data of 15 million people who had applied for service with T-Mobile. Now, listen, all jokes aside, I think T-Mobile is really handling this as good as they can. They're basically offering you free credit monitoring, okay, to, to keep an eye on your credit. And, uh, but, but still yet, this is, uh, this is not a good thing. As common as it is, it's, uh, it seems very hard to stop this. I guess uh, the question that I'm going to ask, uh, hey, Jeff, uh, would this kind of news stop you from being a T-Mobile customer? It's not their fault, so no. But I would have to start questioning the, my the every, uh, you know, provider wanting my social security number there must be a better way for them to um and i don't know if this is through the new um chip pin credit card whatever to verify uh my identity that way versus my social security number so you know that used to be sacred whatever you know and now it's just being you know let out like water right so um I think that's that's the real problem is how to keep that social security number, you know, why why is it required anymore? You know, is there another way to verify your identity outside of that? And I think that's where we have to go with it. So it's not T-Mobile's fault. I mean, uh, this is I've been, um, you know, I think Charles Schwab was was hacked, and you know, the same thing took place. They said that no social securities numbers or account numbers were, you know grab but you know who who knows what to believe you know and always always whenever there there's something like this the other shoe falls it's, oh, it wasn't really 15 million it was 30 million you know or or it's something it's it's way once they start really investigating and it, it goes far and beyond what they originally saw so um yeah i would not not go with a, a carrier because of it but there has to be another way around the social security um passport thing whatever they stole well jeff hang on a second you say there's another way around it but our entire credit based system of our economy is based on social security number identity yeah homeowners insurance car insurance it purchases you know everything that you do that identifies you as a person car registration 
home ownership, voter registration, all of these things can be tied back in some form or fashion back to your social security number. But even let's assume it's not your social security number. What if they steal other things like your email address or just your physical address? You know, the, the potential loss uh, and, and the intrusion of, of, you know, hackers, you know, could be laid at any particular company. So if you were going to say, well, I'm not going to deal with T-Mobile because they had a you know, breach through Experian, you could say the same thing about Sprint, Verizon, AT&T, any single one of them could have been. So, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, make T-Mobile totally, you know, innocent, but at the same time, this same stuff goes on in every particular industry, any yeah. industry. Yeah, but, but you know, and I, and I agree with what you're saying. I'm just saying, why does my phone carrier need to know my social security and check my credit rating? For the right? same reason your home insurance does. But, because you know, there's some bean counter that says people with a credit rating of this are a greater risk of default whether that be on a phone contract, a car loan, uh, home insurance, coverage, whatever, there's always something that is a number that some bean counter that said, whatever his credit score is, this is the risk that you should take with him. And that is why, you know, these types of, of systems exist. And it's a problem. I, I understand what, what you're saying. Why does my credit have anything to do with the kind of homeowner's insurance I have? And well, that's why, because if you're, there's some being yeah. counter that said a lower credit rating means that you're more inclined to have a loss. That, that, that's a problem. That in itself is a problem. But we risk our personal information in every aspect of our lives. And if you start pointing out you know, innocent companies, T-Mobile, for example, in this case, say, well, we're not going to do business with T-Mobile. You may as well lock the door on every other mobile carrier out there. Yeah, but it's, it's not it's not it's that T-Mobile's fault. It's experience fault. Right. You know, I mean, you know, it's just they I used to they, they were able to get in that subset section of their database to get that. You know, information out. I, I used to have a boss who would tell me at least once a week that perception was everything. And and I think that in this case right here, and, and I could give you other examples, the perception is, is that T-Mobile might not be real safe with your information. That's the perception. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, we can blame it on Republicans or Democrats. I think that at the end of the day, the perception is is that T-Mobile might not be a good place to keep your information private. And the, and the part of that perception that really rings true, Duke, which name would most consumers more likely recognize, T-Mobile or Experian? Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, much I, you more know, likely to know who T-Mobile is than Experian. I don't know. I think, you know, there's so many ads now about getting your free credit score and stuff that you know, experience pretty well known. Maybe not as well known as T-Noble. That's the point. It's the, the perception of who's the bigger name and yeah. who are they going to associate the blame with. Yeah, I, I agree with that statement. Okay. Hey, uh, listen. Listen, 
a lot of good a uh, lot of good conversation back and forth on that. But do you guys think that two years credit check is enough? Probably not, to be honest with you. I think there's got to be some other kind of way they can handle. I don't know if LifeLock or whatever service is out there, you know, if that's even worth it. You know, LifeLock. LifeLock wouldn't even exist if not for the Internet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. All right. Hey, listen, let's move on here. Hey, let's talk about, hey, Motorola has announced who's getting Marshmallow. Okay. And uh, really, really quick, uh, I I don't want to go through this whole list, okay? Uh, The Droid Turbo, the 2014 Moto Max, the 2014 Moto Turbo. Of course, the Nexus 6 is getting it, but, you know, Google's will be the one pushing that. But let's talk about the 2015 phones that are going to get it. The Moto X Pure Edition, that's the third generation. The Moto X Style, third generation. The Moto X Play, the Moto G, third generation. The uh, let's, let's talk about what's missing here, okay? First of all, if you've got a Moto G and it's not a 2015 third generation, you're out. But let's talk about the Moto E here just a second, okay? This phone was introduced in February of this year. Six months. It's not on the list. And Mm -hmm. and guess what? Motorola marketed this phone. Here's what they said. While other smartphones in this category don't always support upgrades, we won't forget about you, and we'll make sure your Moto E stays up to date after you buy it. Isn't that a wonderful statement? Big promises, little delivery. Okay, do you know what do you know what Motorola said? They kept their promise. They kept their promise. They pushed five point one. So, therefore, they kept their promise by pushing an update. Even though they said upgrades, they pushed one update to the Moto E. Right. Guys, if I if I bought a Moto E based upon this marketing, I probably wouldn't be on this show right now. I would be on the phone trying to talk to somebody in Motorola USA about how they've lied to me. Mm-hmm. You'd be on hold. <laughs> well, sure I would. Let me uh, let let me just say that, and I said this. I actually posted this on the Tech and Coffee forum uh, earlier this week. You know, you know what's sad is, uh, you know, they they talk about fragmentation. It's real. Android fragmentation is real. I don't care what anybody says. And if you want, if you buy a phone and you want to expect upgrades for it. You better be buying a Nexus device because these manufacturers, HTC, they do it all the time. They say, you know, uh, you're going to be getting the next Android update on this date. And then about two weeks before the update, they basically say, well, we changed our mind. We're not going to support it now. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not just the manufacturers. Add on top of that the carriers along with it. So, you know, once you, once you finally get HTC or LG to decide they're going to go ahead and push a rollout update, you've got to wait for the carrier 
in my case, Verizon, who's notoriously bad, to decide that they're going to do what they're going to do to the update and then roll it out. And you could be waiting for months. I remember when uh, Ice Cream Sandwich came out for my uh, Razor Max. I waited for months. ICS had been out for at least four months, five months, before I actually got it on my phone. And my phone at that point was only six months old. And I couldn't get the update to the latest ice cream sandwich. That That's shameful. It was just plain shameful. This is list that you read off about the devices that are going to get it. They say it's not necessarily totally complete. And I get that, that, you know, that there may be some changes to this. But I think it's pretty glaring that a phone that's six months old, that they've left it off completely. And any of the 2014 phones that are a year old, they've dropped off, like the Moto X from 2014, not going to get it. The 2013s, well, maybe you could argue, okay, well, those are two-year-old phones now. You know, you can kind of see that. But I still don't see why the 2014s and the Moto E don't. I'll say this again. Why do you think that it, you think it's because of like USB-C or some new spec or some hardware? I mean, what do you think is stopping them from doing it? It must be some hardware that is not no. working well with Marshall, No, right? it's they, they want to sell you new devices. Once they've sold you a device, they can't sell it back to you. So they've got to do that to entice you to buy new devices. Yes and no. I mean, because you don't, they don't want to turn, I mean, obviously they don't want to turn you off, right? Yeah, you know, from all this stuff. Now, like, say the Galaxy phones, you think they're going to get Marshmallow? Uh, I think the the newer ones will. Yeah, I think the newer ones will. I think the so newer HTCs will. But, yeah. you know, if it's, uh, if it's more than 14, 16 months old, forget it. Right. Well, then you're right. And, and be... just just let me say this: uh, I've got sitting right over here to my right an iPad two. Yeah. Guys, do you know what I just got through installing on it just before we went live on the air? Yes, iOS, the latest iOS. Okay, the the latest. So, when are we going to start the Apple Journal show? No, no, no. <laughs> Do, do, do I mute him now, Duke? Was that much to mute him? Jeff, Jeff you're. Uh, listen, the day that you listen, you're welcome to start it, and and I wish you all the luck in the world. But you're you will no longer be permitted to be a part of this show once Not you do only that. But I officially say that cannot be associated with tech and coffee whatsoever. Uh huh. All right, hey. Jeff, it'll be a very very lonely show for you. <laughs> Yeah, but I won't have any. He has no iDevice either, which would be. Look, I have no complaints. Hey, guys, listen, we are Tech and Coffee. We're a Google Plus hangout, and uh, hey, more than that, we're friends. Uh, We met back around uh, November, December of 2011, and we hang out daily. We've met in real life, and we want to invite you. To uh, come and be a part of our hangout, we love to talk tech and we love to talk other stuff too. We have uh, 
Uh, several of us have many interests outside of tech, but tech uh, tech brought us together, and that's our favorite topic. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Tech and Coffee One. Our YouTube channel is Tech and Coffee. Uh, our favorite social network by far is Google Plus. Search for Tech and Coffee. Look for that T and C logo. Catch our podcast on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Player FM. Hey, tweet us using the hash Tech and Coffee. Questions, comments, and snide remarks. Go to AJ at techandcoffee.info. Also in the Google Play Store, we have a Tech and Coffee Chrome extension. Go to the play uh, the Google Chrome Store. Search on Tech and Coffee. This will take you to our main hangout, our secondary hangout, our third hangout, which sometimes doubles as the sports bar where we uh, watch uh, college football games on Saturdays together and uh, uh, have a good time doing it. Hey, listen, man, also we've got our uh, our main webpage, our G Plus community, our G Plus page, and the Android Journal podcast. Hey, guys, again, head on over to the Chrome Web Store, grab the Tech and Coffee Chrome extension, and come hang out with us, gang. Uh, we would love to meet you and talk tech with you. All right, guys, what do we got for apps this week, man? George? I ain't got an app, but you know what I got? I got myself a brand new phone. Tell us tell <laughs> us about your phone, man. It's a Blue Energy X Plus 4,000 milliamp battery. I think weighs like a – it's very thin. I'll, I'll take off uh, – it, it comes with a case, as all blue phones do. So I'll take the case off, but – it's a pretty super thin phone. It takes a mic, two micro SD, uh, micro SIMs, and it does take a micro SD as well, up to uh, 64, I think, and uh, or maybe more than that, I guess. And that's just what I put in it. It's a it's a nice little phone. The little, I mean, it's I don't know. It's it's Android 5.0. Um, I charged it about two days ago, and it's about half battery right now, and I used it. I've made several calls on it. I've used it a lot. I've hacked a crap ton of portals and uh, stuff, so it's just... And what did you pay for the phone? I paid... Well, actually, I paid more than what's on Amazon right now. Right now, Amazon has it for $123.90. Um, it's, it's an all-metal case, so you can't replace the battery. It's all in... It's Gorilla Glass and all that fun stuff. Um, but I paid, I think, about $128, i am going to say, $129. It's now at one twenty three ninety, and so um, I was looking between this and another blue phone. Uh, the other blue phone actually had a little bit more space and uh, more memory. And um, the reason I chose this one because I do travel a lot, or on and off. And um, one thing that really comes in handy over—I mean, this is great performance. I can't say I've had any bad performance on it. But um, a 4,000 milliamp battery is going to come in really handy overseas. The unfortunate thing is it takes about 10 hours from scratch to charge this phone. So. Very good. Very good. Sounds like you got a real real deal there, George, for sure. I love the phone. Yeah, it's a great phone. All right, Jeff, what do you got, man? Well, I'm, I'm kind of like uh, George here. I don't have an app, but I had a lot of frustration with something. 
and um, I in installed the Chrome extension called Speed Dial to kind of alleviate my frustration. So, uh, you know, with, with let me share my uh, screen real quick. So, screen two over here. It's this one. Sure. Is that coming up okay? Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. Um, you know when you open up a new tab in Google, they had the little thumbprints at the bottom, you know, the most visited uh, thumbprints that uh, – thumbnails at sites that you went to? Um, if you accidentally X one of those out and you don't go scroll down to the bottom of your screen and restore them all, it's gone. You cannot add it back. You cannot – all you can do is just visit that site so many times that it'll pop back up again. And I actually got tired of trying to, um, you know, do that. So I installed this Chrome extension over here called um, Speed Dial, and you click on it, and it has a very nice little interface. And you just load in all these different thumbnails and tiles of, uh, of recently used and. Uh, it just works. So if I were to go to, like, uh, if I want to look at Bank of America, uh, it's like it's down nine cents in after trading. Uh, but it's just I can add as many thumbnails as I want in here, and just instead of keeping bookmarks or whatever, I can just you know click on a thumbnail and I have it back. And you can do some other things, messaging and email directly from here. But you know. Out of all the times I was trying to recreate those thumbnails or try, trying to do it on the new tab, just could not do it. Could not do it. Um, so speed dial extension is pretty cool. I like FYI, it. Bank of America is down a lot more than that overall. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Of course. All right. Very good, Jeff. Very good. That does look handy. Robert? Well, uh, this evening I was actually going to show you guys Marshmallow. Um on my Nexus 7 tablet. And I proceeded to do an installation of Marshmallow. It went pretty well. I was using a utility called the uh, Wugfresh Nexus Root Toolkit, which allows you to install different uh, versions of uh, Android on a Nexus device. It worked great all the way up until I went to do the root. Unfortunately, root on Marshmallow has not actually been totally accomplished real well, and it actually hosed my tablet. So I will not be able to show you Marshmallow tonight, but I will next week, and I will show you the Nexus Root Toolkit. If you have a Nexus device and you want to be able to root it and install versions of Android on it, this is the way to do it, and I'll demo that for you next week. Unfortunately, this week... We have a bricked tablet for right now. All right, man. All right. Hey, uh, listen, I've, uh, I've got something here really quick. If you guys watch the show, you know I have an Asus Zen watch. Asus this week have rele released a, uh, a watch face maker. And you can put this on your, on your device. So you right now... You've got some to select, and really quick, I'll just show you. I've selected this one right here. I can kind of change up the background of it. Uh, I can find something, you know, that I like. Then I can uh, uh, go with a, a different style of a ticker. 
just to kind of give it a look and let me uh, let me get a darker background here i think that'll show better i uh, pick the tick ticker that i want it's got little icons if you want to add little uh here's a little owl and you can move these around you know i can uh select them and move them to different places uh i can add text if i wanted to add text then uh you go with the what kind of clock you want to look with, go look for you know with the hand so forth etc then you can add the widgets which is going to be your day date weather watch battery phone battery uh missed call add a second time zone steps and calories you can add up to three widgets on each watch face. I will say that it is a little awkward to get these things in the position that you want them to to make everything kind of kosher and line up. But it's a pretty cool app, and really, really quick, I'll try and show uh, this is an app that uh, just playing with it. This is the app that I made yesterday. Just a second. I'm trying to get all my notifications off of here that have come in since we've been on the air. But this is a watch face that I made just kind of trying everything out. And you can see I've got the weather. I've got uh, my steps, the date. And, yeah, I just added my name just for the heck of it. Uh, this is a free app. It only works on the Asus zen watch but it is a uh, it's a fun little app it's not perfect but uh if you like uh, having a lot of watch faces available and making them personal to you uh check it out if you've got an asus zen watch or a zen watch 2 this is a great free app and let me tell you if you don't have an asus zen watch the the Zenwatch 2 just appeared on the Google Play Store yesterday for $150. That's a great price for a uh, for an Android smartwatch for sure. So that is my app this week. So gang, do we have anything else before I call this episode 107? I do, Duke. I made my Pebble look like a $22 Timex. $22 Timex right there. <laughs> Very good, man. All right, guys. Hey, listen, we'll catch you in seven. You guys have a great week and peace out, everybody. Family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.